Attention all mortals, veterans and civilians alike. It's time to buckle up and get ready for a wild ride because you just tuned in to the Swandingo Files. Your host, Steven Swanson, is here to help you navigate the crazy world of transitioning from military life to civilian life. And let me tell you, it's a bumpy road, but with a little bit of humor and a lot of determination, we can make it through together. And welcome back to another episode of the Swan Dingo Files. Today, I have Ty Volcanis. I hope I said that right, correct? Yep. Yes. Fuck yeah, I did it right. A former Navy SEAL veteran and a first responder police officer at Chula Vista. And now he's a, a real estate investor and entrepreneur. So how's it going today, Ty? Hey, really good. Thank you. Well, I'm glad you took time out of your busy day. I know you probably got a million other things to do, but you decided to jump on here with me and share your story. Um, today we'll be talking about why you joined, um, why you became a Navy SEAL, what really pushed you to go that route. Uh, I know that's not easy. And what you did when you got out, your transition period, and everything you're doing today to crush it. So if you want to take it away with what made you join the military. Yeah, well, that's uh, – let's see. Um I actually had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, so um, I had graduated high school um, and started, I applied for, uh, you know, some uh, classes at a community college and was fighting full contact kickboxing at, at the time on an amateur level and um, doing pretty well with that. But uh, even turning pro, uh, you know, if I won fights, I was going to be making like 500 bucks and, I was trying to calculate how many fights I'd need to win to make a living on that. But, um, you know, I started looking into what else I could do. I looked at um, um, military as an option, and I was like, okay, what's the best, baddest thing I can do in the military? Okay, Navy SEAL, let's do that. Um, so I, I had a little bit of a challenge, um, you know, going in. I, I was not always the best kid growing up, uh, made some bad decisions. So I had a police record, so I couldn't go straight into the teams. I had to work my way through that. But, um, uh, you know, after that one year of college, um, I, I joined the Navy to become a Navy SEAL. That's what it was. Um, once in, though, uh, they said, hey, you know, you can't join uh, as a Navy, you know, go straight in, you know, with a contract. Uh, you're going to have to go in as an undesignated fireman and then volunteer in boot camp. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds easy enough. And then, of course, you know how that story goes. Uh, you, you have to go to the fleet for a little while first and all that. So did that. Um, and uh, the, the, sh the ship that I ended up getting uh, stationed on initially was a uh, frigate out of Hawaii, and they needed a rescue swimmer. And so I went to surface search and rescue swimmer school right out of the gate, and got honor man out of that class and and my command was like oh my gosh this guy is uh he's he's ready to go he's you know hey i heard you want to be a navy seal you know we're going to start working on trying to get you some orders so i actually got orders to go to buds really 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 quick um and so i didn't have to do that full two years and uh and everything so that was that was uh you know probably worth the story but um it, not real helpful to veterans that are looking at transitioning out. Uh, so, I, I, um, as well, what was the, I mean, everybody's interested, especially in the Navy SEAL. We always hear about it and all that kind of stuff. I mean, we all know hell week. Uh, clearly you made it through. So you're clearly better than, I mean, what's the, what's the dropout rate during hell week? 
You know, I've, I think I've heard it stated as a, a kind of a buds as a whole is kind of a 70% attrition rate. So, you know, three out of 10 guys, I guess, make it. Uh, okay. So clearly you're, you know, physically and mentally tougher than a lot of people because it's not something easy. I mean, it's harder than SF school. I mean, different mentality, but it's harder than SF school. So um, clearly you made it. Um, how long were you a, so after you graduated uh, buds, how long were you a SEAL for? Um, well, to, to be perfectly fair, uh, I actually didn't make it through buds the first time I, I got there. I actually got, uh, medically rolled because of, a, a um, I ended up having a heat stroke and then a, an injury and those kinds of things. So I actually went back out to the fleet, was on a ship for a little while, then got back or- orders back to go and, uh, then took honor man out of, uh, buds class 195 and, um, and and then went to SEAL Team 1 after that. So I, I did about three years in the fleet first, um, you know, well, actually probably two and a half. Uh, I, I'd say three with that with that short stint at, at BUDS the first time. And then I uh, got to SEAL Team 1, and I did uh, about five years at Team 1. And then um, went to Naval Special Warfare Group, went as a sniper instructor for a real short time before I decided to transition out. And um, uh, stayed active reserves for a little while while I applied, um, and and that was also at SEAL Team One. Uh, and I applied to different law enforcement agencies because what do Navy SEALs do uh, when they get out? Um, they they uh, they either become contractors or <laughs> and go overseas. Um, and the whole purpose of my getting out. Because uh, to be honest with you, I actually would have stayed in 20, 30 years in the SEAL teams. I absolutely loved uh, being in the teams and that job, that environment, uh, the brotherhood, the, 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 the teamwork, the camaraderie. Loved it. Um, however, I, I ended up uh, getting married and having kids, not necessarily in that order. And, um, and so that changed my life. And then as Time, time went on. Um, my kids became one and three, and I was looking at these guys and looking at a reenlistment and going, okay, now as a single dad, do I, you know, get out and do something different to be a dad to my kids, or do I, you know, be career oriented and kind of selfish in that way? And then right after I'm facing that decision, my dad passed away. So that was a kick in the tail, and I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to get out and try something else. And that's where I ended up kind of chasing that law enforcement, um, you know, uh, uh, career. Um, so I'll quickly jumping in a law enforcement thing. I actually liked that job. Um, there was nothing wrong with it. I was a, uh, peace officer with the city of Chula Vista, by far the best department I could have asked to work for. They were an amazing department. And all that uh, was great. Could have done it for 20, 30 years if I had to. Um, but it did not give me the time that I really wanted with my family, my kids. Uh, and um, I would have never gotten out of the SEAL teams to be a cop. So I started actually trying to figure out what else was out there. And my, my, my girlfriend at the time, current wife now, uh, took me kicking and screaming to a real estate investment seminar 
And um, once I was exposed to that and started getting my 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 brain turning on the real estate aspect of it, uh, I, it grabbed me like a pit bull and it never let me go. And I absolutely love what I do in my business now. So during working as a cop, I started my own business investing in real estate and um, was able to resign the cop job uh, shortly after that. Um, you know, the cop job, besides the, you know, the kids, uh, you know, my mom was going through some hard times and her health was kind of wavering. Uh, she's still with us, but, um, you know, there were some things and I was like, man, I, I need to transition out. So I started my own business, uh, within about a year and a half. I was able to resign the cop job and invest in real estate full time and started my own business, uh, there. Um, within about six years, um, and now married to my then girlfriend and wife, uh, she, I was able to help her fulfill a dream of owning a gym. Uh, she was in the fitness industry, a personal trainer and all that. Um, and, um, we were able to, you know, take the money that we had made from one business, being the real estate, and then diversify and actually start, um, um, a fitness and MMA gym in, uh, in San Diego, California. And uh, it actually still runs to this day, and I'm still 50% owner of that. That was started back in 2007, so I think we're going on 16 years of being up and running. And um, and uh, and then I also um, have another business uh, where we actually uh, help people. Uh, we we do business brokering and uh, franchise consulting. Um, so you know I've, I've got a few things going on uh, with the real estate stuff. Um, we primarily do um, apartment acquisitions now and land development, um, and we're we're primarily focused on the Charlotte MSA in uh, North Carolina. All right, what what fully does a real estate investor do? Like, what what's the purpose behind them? I mean, I, everybody knows the title, but kind of gets it. But what is the full like job entail? Yeah, so so real estate investing is is quite a vast array of of different facets. Um, there's so many different channels of real estate. Uh, initially getting started, you know, back in the early two back in 2000 2001, um, I um, was primarily doing single family uh, fix and flip type stuff. Uh, we got to the point to where we were doing a few of these a month. And I started looking at a little bigger acquisitions, and that's where we got into doing a little bit of land development. And um, uh, we did a couple condo conversions, and then we did some new build construction um, in South uh, Cal Southern California, as well as in Arizona and Florida. So that was when things, you know, kind of started. We started scaling the business, so that's where I got into the, you know. Um, the development side of things. Uh, then in 2008, with the market shift, uh, we kind of shifted with that, and now that's where we 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 focus strictly on apartment acquisitions for the real estate investment side of things, and uh, then land development as well. So we've got a couple of projects going on currently um, that would be you know, along those lines. Sounds like you're actually busier now than what you were before. I, yeah, I, I love being busy. Um, my wife uh, definitely uh, joshes me about being such a work. Uh, like, I love to be busy. I love to work. It keeps me, 
young. It makes me feel alive. I, I love it. Um, and so I actually have to wind down to remind myself to spend time with her. Uh, kids are all grown out of the house now. So, um, you know, we're, we're empty nesters and, uh, you know, making time for her is, is vitally important. <laughs> yeah. Happy, happy wife, happy life. So you got, you got to take, you got to make time for her too. So, yeah. and it can be kind of challenging with, uh, you know, I got six kids and a couple different jobs and everything. So it can be, uh, quite a handful, but we make it work. Yeah, that is a handful. Yeah. Uh, let me know when you want another kid. I'll ship them all out to you. <laughs> right on. Yeah. So, uh, your gym, where's your gym located at? It's, uh, the, the gym is, um, in East Lake Chula Vista, uh, in the San Diego County. Um, East Lake Chula Vista. Um, it's changed a little bit since we started it. Uh, they, they fine tuned it and they do performance sports training as well as fitness classes and, uh, have an excellent boxing program there. And, and nice. Muay Thai. Muay Thai kickboxing and boxing. That's good. It gives a couple different disciplines for people and I, I need to get my kids in doing that kind of stuff too here soon because they're getting big and kind of help get their, uh, mentality in the right place and a release for their, their, uh, anger at times. You know, I got a, one that's about to be a teenager and he's, uh, yeah, he needs to get a little bit tougher. He's a big boy too. He's like 130 pounds. He's like five foot something, and he's only 11 years old. So, boy, yeah. yeah. So, so, well, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna get into you know maybe you know I I know this is for you know uh, veterans that are they're looking at transitioning out of the military and you know uh back when I transitioned out uh, there was not a lot of support at all. Um, you know, the support that they get now is incredible in my, in my opinion. Um, you know, I've talked to a few guys that are, you know, uh, retiring or have retired here within the last few years that I was in the SEAL teams with and, uh, just the resources that are available and the, uh, support that you guys get now is just absolutely amazing. So take full advantage of all of that. If you still have some time before getting out, um, you know, Try to think about the future and what it is that you want to do. See if you can line up a little bit of education. See if you can line up, you know, some, 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 you know, some ways to be able to learn more about what it is that you want to do. If you're transitioning out and staying in the same field that you did while you were in the military, that's great. Uh, my son's in the army and he's an air traffic controller. So he's going to probably get, you know, three years in. He's got three more years to go. He's probably going to stay in that industry, and that's a great transition out. Me being, you know, in the field teams, you know, my skills didn't translate out as as well as, uh, you know, uh, air traffic controller. So, um, you know, I had to really kind of feel that out. So you might have to really, like, you know, ultimately, I wish I would have known more about real estate before getting out because I could have started my business, you know, a lot quicker and all that. But there was that learning curve and, in, in, you know, all that stuff. So I think. You know, learning whether or not you're somebody that wants to have a job and work for a company, what is it you're going to do kind of thing. Start giving that a lot of thought now before you actually get out. And then, uh, you know, if you have entrepreneurial background, like I, I knew I had an entrepreneur in me. When I was, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old, I would walk around the neighborhood with a lawnmower and a uh, rake and a broom. And um, I would knock on doors and cut grass and I would save up money and I was able to buy, you know, 50 percent of my first car by the time I was 16. 
And, you know, that, that entrepreneurial skill, if you have that, hone in on that and go after it. There's a lot of, you know, uh, either existing businesses or franchise models that you can look at that have all the systems in place. Uh, being in the military, you guys know about systems. You guys know how that, that works. And so grabbing a business model for a franchise and being able to implement those things and the systems that are in place can get you into a successful position really, really quick. Uh, I, I wish I had more of a system to follow when we opened the gym because I had to do it by Braille and, you know, kind of figure it all out on my own. And uh, it took us longer to do that. So um, really just kind of having an idea about where you want to go and, and, and starting to kind of plug into those channels uh, is, is, uh, is extremely important, in my opinion. Yeah, and I would agree with you. Um, and I know there's a lot of systems in place now for veterans getting out of all but five branches, six branches we have, whatever number we have now, uh, Space Force, which I still don't think anybody truly knows what they do. Um, yeah. But, um, problem is, you know, a lot of these young kids and my problem was getting, getting out was I was combat arms. Um, no, I wasn't a Navy SEAL. I was a cavalry scout in the army. Not nearly the same, but the skills coming on the outside. Yeah. I can shoot a rifle. I can grenades and Bradley fighting vehicles, but it doesn't really equate to anything on the outside. But what I'm finding out now is, uh, there's a lot of these veteran organizations and there's new AI coming out uh, about to come out called Ascend. And it will help you find jobs for these people because the ACAP program kind of gives these, especially younger ones coming out that only did like three, four years, um, kind of gives them a false sense of hope that, hey, you're going to walk right out to a six-figure job. And it's like, but you didn't do anything while you're in to make yourself marketable to the job market. So I, when I was a recruiter, I always try to tell kids to pick something that you'd want to do on the outside of the military while you're in. Um, like pick, you know, LPN. You can become an LPN now in the Army right off the street. Of course, you got to go through the schooling. And most don't listen. They just want to go in and do three, four years in combat arms, and they get out, and they're like, what am I going to do now? So a lot of veterans like you that have gotten out and become successful and, you know, like you said, now you're doing franchises, now you're doing real estate investment. It's kind of why we need to get your voice out there because somebody that can, you know, re- that some that they can reach out to and get some advice on what to do next because the ACAP program really in the military isn't that great. Mm-hmm. So it's something that needs to be revamped a little bit, but it's, it's come along though. I mean, there's no reason for a veteran to come out and be homeless really. So, um, but you said you're also into doing fran- uh, franchise consulting. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, we do business brokering and franchise consulting, um, and, uh, you know, that we, we do that nationwide. So we'll get, uh, we've worked with a lot of military folks, uh, military make great franchisees, uh, you know, uh, franchise operators because of the training that they've had. And, um, you know, they, they can take a system and, and run with it. Uh, so a lot of military folk make make really, really good business owners. Um, and, and when you have a, you know, plug and play type of, of, you know, franchise model, uh, now there's some good ones out there and then there's also some bad ones out there too. So you kind of got to be a little bit careful about which one to do. But, um, I mean, there's, there's thousands and thousands of, of franchise models out there. Uh, we work with a little over 700 different franchise models. 
uh, in 25 different industries. So, you know, usually we do not have any problem finding um, a business model in an industry that would work or have, you know, somebody have interest in. I always recommend you, you know, obviously have an interest in it, not just do it for the money, but uh, you actually have some sort of draw to it other than making money. So how do, but, okay, so getting the franchise, that's, what are some of the key things when you're looking to get into owning a franchise Do you consult on? Like, what is it, how do you get into it, I guess? Because I know you help them, but, like, what do they need to know to get into it? Yeah, so um, there's always the financial aspect of it, and usually the financial aspect is the toughest hurdle to get over. Um, for most people, you know, uh, all of these require some sort of capital up front. Um, so if you, if you haven't been saving and you want to start a business, obviously, uh, you should start immediately. Um, but then trying to minimize that capital investment and then some operating capital along the way for marketing and, and some of those kinds of things, uh, it would also be, um, the ability to qualify for a loan. Uh, you know, either through the SBA or some sort of private, um, you know, lending institution that would do that. So having a good credit score and all of those things definitely pay off if, um, you know, if you haven't been paying attention to those things and entrepreneurial type of stuff getting out, uh, that, that, that's something I would definitely say get squared away as soon as possible. Um, and then really just kind of, uh, you know, Understanding that, um, you know, to do anything great uh, requires work. Um, you know, there's going to be good times, there's going to be bad times, and you've got to kind of, um, you know, figure things out and push. And, you know, uh, the, the only way that you really fail is if you quit. And so that's that's a bad word in my vocabulary. And uh, But you also got to be smart. And that's where the franchise, you know, franchising is great because you do have that support system from that franchise model. If they're good, then they do offer quite a bit of support to be able to help you work through problems that definitely come up in the industry, uh, in whatever industry you choose to open up in. So that's, um, that's, um, that's why I say kind of plug and play. Uh, you know, you've got those systems in place. You've got the support. It's kind of like, you know, being in a in a in a small unit, getting ready to go out, and you know having somebody you can call and say, "Hey, why isn't my marketing working?" You know, and uh, and and kind of move forward from there. Yeah, it's funny you say credit score because there's a lot of people in the military that do not have good credit scores. So that's something I guess would be key before you get out to start looking at and improving. So because I know a lot that don't, and because divorce or you know I knew privates that would spend their entire paycheck on going out to eat, and it's like. Dude, come on now. You get free food over here. Go to the chat hall. But it's a hard lesson to learn for a lot of these kids when they first get away from their parents. Uh, you know, money management. And that's another thing the military really needs to uh, hone in on is money management and make sure these, I guess I can't really say kids, but because there's a lot of them my age, but these people coming out, they need to focus on their money before they get out and make sure they have good credit scores and networking ability. You know, when I was going through, all they told me was get a LinkedIn account. Okay, what do I do with a LinkedIn account? I know now, but it's like, like, what do you do with it? They, and there's no coaching or nothing on it. So it's like nobody re- really 
nobody really told you how important money management and networking were in the military. And, you know, generals and sar- command sergeant majors, yeah, they get it. Yeah. But I was E7. I mean, most of us don't get it yet. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a, a young man that was, um, transitioning out and he, uh, he, it was just as simple as, you know, he was moving on deployment and, uh, had some credit cards and, um, and, uh, um, a, a car loan. You know, he, he parks his car for six months and, uh, you know, uh, doesn't change his mailing address or whatever. And, and it ultimately end up, you know, um, getting his credit crushed. Um, but, you know, going through and kind of fixing all that, you, you know, you, it just takes a little bit of time. You, you've got to put a little time, energy and effort into fixing those things. It is salvageable. You can, you know, negotiate some of those things out or down. And, um, and, um, and it, you know, the entrepreneur route is definitely worth taking that time for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so out of all the hats you've worn, you know, SEAL, uh, police officer, investor now, and also franchise consulting, which one is your favorite so far? By far. Um, well, I, you know, Ooh. if I could go back to a time <laughs> when my body could, you know, do what it did, you know, 30 years ago and all of that, um, you know, the, uh, the SEAL teams was by far my, my favorite job. Okay. Uh, as far as things to do and all that, but, you know, I gave that up because I, you know, uh, wanted to, to be with my kids and, and be a dad and, and all that stuff. And so, um, you know, uh, real estate has been by far the, the most forgiving as well as the most rewarding in, in, in my experience. I absolutely love what I do with real estate. Uh, you can ask my wife. It's hard to get me, uh, away from that if I'm working on something to, to go do something else because, um, you know, I'm, I'm just passionate about it. I, I love what we're doing. Uh, you know, we're, we're, uh, currently, um, entitling a project for about 226 apartment units. And, uh, in, on that property, there's a large amount of floodplain and we plan to do a, uh, special operations memorial greenway, uh, with that. So forget about the apartment buildings, you know, that's business as usual, but this, 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 uh, special operations memorial parkway that we're going to design is by far, um, you know, it, it's going to be fun and exciting, and I'm, uh, I'm 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 proud to be a part of it. So, so do you just drag, drag your wife all around the country? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or does she drag you? I mean, which one? Well, you know, we we were in San Diego. I mean, gosh, uh, here's how it worked: is I, I was in Charlotte, um, North Carolina, graduated from high school there. And then, uh, the military took me out of Charlotte about 33 years ago. So more or less, I'm, I'm coming home. My mom still lives in Charlotte, same house I grew up in actually. And, uh, and so I'm actually coming home. Uh, but I'll, I will tell you this, when, uh, when COVID hit, we still lived in San Diego. And, um, and that was kind of the, the straw that broke the camel's back, let's say. Um, uh, I, we decided for, many, many reasons, uh, that we were going to relocate. And so that's what brought us out here now to the East coast. We were already doing business out here. So it was an easy transition for us, but now we, we claim, you know, different residency and state. We're not in California anymore. So I don't blame you on I, I fled Illinois 
due to reasons for Texas. And I can't believe, like, the people, the culture down here, the, besides Houston, how clean most of the cities are down here. It's just, yeah, it's a whole another world. And I love the, I love Southern hospitality down here. So if somebody was to get a hold of you, how would they find you? And would you be willing to help them out too if, uh, or consult with them or help them get on the right path? I guess I could, I should say. Yeah. I, I would love to, uh, work with, uh, with folks that are transitioning out that might be trying to figure things out. Um, I was there. I, I felt like I was on my own, uh, did not have a lot of support and, um, it was, uh, it was, testing to say the least uh challenging so you know if there's something that i can do uh you know you can reach out um my linkedin profile is just my name ty ty volcanus v-a-l-k-a-n-a-s and that's on linkedin that's probably the best way to connect with me um because it's simple um and um and then uh you know depending on the circumstances i mean you know um Job advice, you know, probably not the best, but I can, you know, I've got people that are plugged into to different, um, you know, I've, I've I've got a SEAL team buddy of mine that actually does uh, employment placements, um, primarily for special operations, but I think he works with all military guys. Um, so if you're, you know, looking for a job and you just have no idea, he might be able to at least steer you in the right direction. I can get you over. And then as it relates to entrepreneurial stuff, I'll I, I can talk till I'm blue in the face. You give me, especially if you get me on real estate. So, <laughs> yeah, I can kind of see that you're very well versed when it comes to real estate and stuff like that. So, which is good to hear because a lot of us don't really. It's a, it, for a lot of us it, like that grew up during the recession. It still seems scary, and then you look at the market today. What's going on? It still seems scary today. But I mean, clearly, people like you are out there still crushing it. And I don't know. I mean. Does the economy ever wane into your decisions on investing and uh, franchising? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I will tell you that um, in my humble opinion, now is the best time to start a business because if you can get any market share in an industry or in a business, then that is going to, you're going to have to work hard to establish your market share. But now you're coming in and you're working hard to establish market share. Existing businesses, they're like, oh my gosh, we're not, we're losing market share because we're not doing what we used to do. We're, we're used to the easy ride. You're coming in working hard to gain market share. So on that upswing, when, when the market does come back and it will, um, you're going to be uh, able to ride that wave up. And that works for business and real estate, um, kind of the same. And it's an interesting dynamic right now. Um, yes, the, the market does play a huge factor into it, but there's only so much that me as a little guy, uh, can really control. Um, I try to piggyback off of the people that make the most sense and listen to everybody. I keep my mouth shut and my ear to the ground. Um, but what I will not do is sit back and do nothing. I will take action and it will be the best. And we've made mistakes, you know. Um, I mean, I, I, I lost a lot of money back in the 2008 real estate, uh, you know, crash. And, um, and, and, you know, the bigger thing is, is, is if you're not making money, you're, you better be learning a lot. <laughs> that's very true. Well, that's all we have time for this episode of the Swan Dingo Files with Ty Volcanus. 
not just making waves, but he's also riding waves to success. I'll see you all next time on Swandingo Pilot. Well, folks, that's all we have for today's episode of the Swandingo Files. I hope you've enjoyed this journey with your host, Steven Swanson, as much as he enjoys recording it. Remember, transitioning from military life to civilian life is tough. But with a little bit of grit, a dash of humor, and a lot of determination, you can overcome any obstacle. So until next time, keep on trucking, and keep Swandingoing.